Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. With um, today's instructions, I want to um, first offer a, another uh, tool that can help uh, stay focused if you're using uh, the breath, and then opening up the field a bit to include uh, the whole physical realm of experience uh, beyond the breath. We're going to gradually in the instructions open up the field to include more and more of our experience so that nothing is excluded from um, the meditation, including emotions and moods and even the thought process itself and ultimately even awareness itself. So we just do it a little at a time. But I want to start first with um, just a simple experience of um, using counting uh, when the mind is very scattered. So we'll do this for a little while. First I invite you to find your meditative posture where you're feeling both upright and at ease as best as possible, feeling a connection with the earth, feeling a sense of groundedness in whatever posture you're in, whether it's in the chair or on the cushion or the bench. And a sense of uprightness, thinking of yourself like a mountain, as Thich Nhat Hanh says, strong, worthy of respect. And also a sense of ease, inviting any places in the body to soften if there's tension there. Don't try hard to relax, just an invitation, allowing. And it can be helpful to take a few deeper breaths as you do this and breathing in a calming energy and as you breathe out to just let go. And as I said yesterday, or sometime earlier, uh, you might sit with your face with a half smile on your face. Just a slight upcurling of the lips that brings some spaciousness to the heart as well. And then if you use the, the breath as your primary object, your anchor as it's sometimes called, or your home base, uh, one way that you can uh, 
use it as an aid to to be here is counting the breaths. It's a classical uh, technique. We can try it for just a little while here at the beginning. So you breathe in and out, one. In, out, or rising, or falling, two. Um, and counting, one way to do it, there's many ways, but counting up to 10, and then starting again at one. Uh, however, if you lose track of the numbers, or you're just saying numbers and not feeling the breath somewhere in there, go back to one. So it gives you just a little bit of a, an incentive to, to be here. Uh, and you do this like a game. There's no failing this. It's helpful to keep your sense of humor because if you only get to three or four, uh, it can be humbling. Uh, so just be playful with it. And uh, let's, let's try that for the next uh, few minutes and just see how that feels. And I'll be quiet now.
So you can use this method whenever you like, if the mind is really scattered or even if it's not, if you find that it's a good way to just settle down and um, collect the attention, um, fine to use it uh, as, as often as it would be supportive for you. <clears throat> Along with, uh, as I just mentioned in passing, uh, you might also find a, a soft mental note helps you stay with the experience. I don't know if we mentioned that here, but as you're breathing in, just a soft whisper in as you exhale out or breathing in breathing out or if you're feeling the rising and falling of the belly or the chest rising falling it's another very um, um, helpful tool for many people just a whisper in the mind directing it to the actual experience, maybe 5% on the word, if you use that technique. And if it seems to be crowded or gets in the way, uh, that's fine. Let it go. It's just a suggestion. Um, but you might experiment with that. Okay, and now I want to, as I said, open up the field to include... Um, the whole range of physical experience. And there's an art in moving from the primary object uh, to other aspects of experience. So once again, come into your breath or whatever your primary object is. Maybe it's the sitting posture or something else. And connect with that. Let go of the counting now. Just be with that experience as it is. And now I'd like you to let the breath recede into the background and let your attention tune into other sensations and experiences in the body. You don't have to go looking for anything. Just notice and see what's here. There's pulsings and vibration and maybe places of, of tension or maybe places of uh, openness. Um, just check it out. Be here for the show of life as it's moving through this body. No controlling, no fixing, 
just allowing and being present for the show. You can see, just in this short time, impermanence right before your awareness. Always changing. Life pulsing through the body. And you don't need to um, grasp after the experience, just relax and receive it with interest. And now, once again, let the breath move into the foreground and, or whatever your primary object is, and let the sensations move into the background. You can just see it's a, a kind of shifting attention and more of a figure ground as the breath moves into the the figure, the focus, or the way that you're connecting and letting everything else be in the background. I hope you can sense that you don't have to push anything away. All the other sensations, it can be a, an ease and a softness of relaxation to the awareness where it's just tuning into the foreground of the primary object experience.
Now, once again, we're going to shift attention, this time letting the breath recede into the background and opening up to hearing. Letting that be the place that your awareness attends to the present moment through the ear door and opening up to sounds. Sound of my voice, the sounds in the room. When it becomes very still and silent, that sound of silence. You don't have to try hard to hear. The awareness knows it quite effortlessly, spontaneously. It just meets the sound. No trying hard, just being relaxed and receptive and interested. Hearing happening. Now, once again, come back to your primary object. Let the hearing recede into the background. And from now on through the rest of the period, you can experiment with this, just letting your attention rest in your anchor, your primary object. And if something else calls you, then moving to that new experience is the next thing to bring a mindful awareness to. And when it's no longer compelling or predominant, uh, then you can uh, come back to your primary object. Now, of course, there'll be other things that 
arise besides the physical. There's the the emotional, the feelings and the and the thought process itself. For now, just acknowledge what's here. If it's very strong, then to let yourself feel it. Um, and as best as possible, um, acknowledge it, give it space, and come back to the breath or the physical. <clears throat> we'll be including thoughts and, and feelings formally in the meditation um, as we go on. Now just see if for the most part uh, you can stay connected to what's happening in your physical experience. And as was said previously, when you notice that you've been lost, when the mind has wandered, there's no judgment around that. Don't take it personally. It's just what minds do. And appreciate that you've just come back to the present and let the return be done with great kindness and patience and begin once again.
what's happening right now. Open to your experience with a kind, relaxed presence that simply knows what's happening now.
Once again, when the meditation ends, it's over, no report card, no evaluation, no failing. <clears throat> Just what it was, all you need to do is show up with an intention to be here. That's it. That's it. So we can take some time uh, if there's any questions about the instructions, anything that's been said, working with the breath or uh, counting or opening up to other aspects or anything else, the talk last night. <clears throat> Yes, and with, with somebody, uh, we'll, we'll get a, a mic uh, to you. Um, Would you? Hi. Oh, is it on? Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about lying down meditation? About lying down meditation? Um, yeah. You know, the Buddha uh, <clears throat> talks about it in the Satipatthana Sutta. He said, whatever posture you're in is uh, a posture to be mindful of. Sitting, standing, walking, lying down. <clears throat> and... Uh, if your body is such that it's going through um, uh, real discomfort and it's a struggle to sit or for whatever reason uh, it, it seems important to lie down, then you can do that here. Um, I would... I would be judicious about it and not do it just because, oh, I feel like taking a break, but because this is what's called for. And if you are doing lying down meditation, um, the hard part, as you probably can guess, is staying alert and awake. So um, if you need to, uh, to do that, to lie down, you might find it helpful to have your eyes open, maybe focus on some point on the ceiling uh, to stay connected and aware. Uh, you might have your hands up or uh, like this or like this. Um, or if you're finding yourself um, getting sleepy, you might slowly uh, let your hand uh, move like this. Um, and it's just the same instructions as you would be in sitting or, uh, or standing. And standing, by the way, is a really fine alternative uh, for the sitting. If you're, 
If your body is aching or you're feeling restless or you're feeling sleepy, just standing in place. And then when you've had enough, you know, go down. I think I might have mentioned it already. That's fine. Mm, all the way in the back. Can you talk about whether in the middle of a long meditation it's better to just stay if you're in pain or you know you're uncomfortable versus when to readjust so when mm. to endure versus when to actually just mm -hmm. take care of yourself yeah good question so you probably have found some discomfort somewhere and you might find some comfort in the fact that even the buddha had back aches and he would tell Sariputta to give the discourse uh, and, and rest his back. So a few things about pain. Um, <clears throat> there's chronic pain, um, which is different than just the pain that comes because you're not used to sitting still. Um, and when it's that second, just a a pain that's there, whether it's in your knee or your back or your shoulder or whatever. Um, and it's not chronic where you're not doing yourself uh, harm by staying with something. Um, you might find it helpful. We're including now the physical as part of the, the meditation to use that sensation as a kind of um, practice in being with the unpleasant up to a point. Uh, your mind isn't wandering. Have you noticed when you've got some pain? You might want it to be any place else but the present, and, but here it is. So it can be an ally if you think in these terms, oh, okay, here's the next thing to pay attention to, and a couple of tips on that. Make a a manageable contract with yourself, like the next minute or the next half minute, let's just really feel this. And you might, I shared this in one of the groups yesterday, take nice deep breaths so the rest of your body isn't tight and there might be that place of tension, but you're not one big knot. And then go in and explore, examine, and instead of, oh, pain, I hate this, oh, here's pulsings, here's tightness, or here's burning, or twisting, or whatever, and really check it out like, a, like you're an, a scientist or an explorer for that manageable chunk of time. And I would suggest doing that like two or three times when you, after your break after your, uh, your, your minute or so, come back to the breath or open up to sounds and just be with that and practice that a few times. When it gets to the point of being a struggle and the mind is just getting tight and you're in a battle, that's not so helpful. Then it might be time to move and to out of compassion and out of wisdom just move and be there for the movement so instead of a frustrated oh, I can't handle this anymore okay intending moving moving you feel the relief like that so there's a continuity of 
mindfulness. One other thing that you might include in there, we haven't uh, formally put it in the instructions, is your relationship to the pain. And you might find frustration or worry or even fear or some aversion that is overlaying your experience. And so tuning into that too. Oh, here's aversion. Oh, where do I feel aversion? That might be in a different place than, than my back or whatever it is. Uh, so all of that you can learn a lot. It's kind of a, a rehearsal for times when you can't just move out of your pain. We're all going to have that in our life. And so you're just practicing seeing with awareness, a kind awareness that can, um, can be with that. And then you take care of yourself as you need to. Get to you and we'll get to you. There's one here and then we'll get to one in the back. Just to follow up. And put it close to your mouth. Yes, yeah. yeah, just to follow up uh, your answer for the physical pain. Uh-huh. I was wondering if you can elaborate further about uh, emotional pain. Mm. Yeah. And we will elaborate further as the retreat goes on. Uh, and in fact, uh, I think uh, the talk tonight will address some of that. And that's the next thing in the instructions. So emotional pain, it's just part of our experience in the discourse on mindfulness, the Buddha says, oh, notice the mind with anger as the mind with anger. The mind with worry as the mind with worry, or whatever it is. So first, it can be helpful to just learn how to hold that emotional pain with kindness and compassion. Um, Maybe some of you are familiar with self-compassion. Uh, Kristen Neff and Chris Germer's uh, beautiful program on self-compassion that kind of describes that experience of holding the pain. Very simply like this. Suppose you're, having, you're going through a lot. Just right now, put your hand on your heart for a moment or some soothing touch. It could be holding yourself or, or holding your, your head and... Just see what it's like. Feel that tenderness in your, in your hand. I'm going through a lot right now. And just acknowledging, oh, wow, this is hard. Okay, this is part of being human. And uh, let me just hold this with kindness. So you're just calming down the system. And that soothing touch physiologically calms down and holds it with tenderness. And then the next instructions will be to actually feel it for a little while. Oh, let's feel this um, anger. Where do I feel it in my body? Oh, what does it feel like? And not getting into the stories, but again, like I just said, with the um, uh, going into the physical pain for just a manageable chunk of time. Okay, for the next minute or so, let me feel this anger or this fear. Oh, where is it? Where do I feel it? Is it in my, my heart or my throat or my belly or whatever? Let me feel it. And there's a whole formula of doing this called RAIN, where 
oh, you're recognizing, oh, this is what I'm feeling. That's the R. The A is just allowing it to be here. And the I is investigating what does it feel like, not trying to figure anything out, but just letting yourself feel it. And the N is not I, not identifying with it or not taking it personally. So it's just basically that formula, and maybe we'll get into it, maybe in your groups it might come up, um, is just letting yourself feel what's here a little at a time so you're learning to hold it. And when it gets too much, just back off. Be with the breath, open up the sounds, so you're making friends with that part of you as well. And we'll get more into that as, as the instructions go on. And one last thing over here. She's had her hand up and then we have to go. Thank you. Question. Oh, oh you can leave your, leave your mask on. Just talk right through yeah, it. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And question. Yeah. Um, so I'm afraid everything is normal, but I had this distinct experience sure. yesterday of having a lot of energy. I took a hike in the morning, a hike in the evening. I was up and I was planning to... <laughs> take the grand loop and I wake up and I'm somatic anyhow and I'm just under the weather and it's not physical. So it feels like it's a residue of yesterday. I don't even remember the third instruction. Um, so what am I saying? Is that, <laughs> is that a little normal? Uh, that somehow, you know? What was the last part? So is that, a, is that normal that I had all this energy yesterday. Yeah. And today I am just kind of really under the weather, but it seems in my head. So I don't even remember, I specifically want to remember the third instruction because I'm more sleepy than ever. Yeah, the, I'm not quite sure about the third instruction. So, so the first, we were doing an exercise with the counting, right? Yes. And yes. then there was another, and then the, yeah. the last and one. Then, okay. What was the instruction on the last one? Okay, it was moving back and forth between, say, the breath or your primary object, feeling sensations, and then also opening up to sounds. So whatever in the physical realm is the next thing to pay attention. And is it normal that you had a lot of energy yesterday and then it changed today? Yes. <laughs> Everything changes. That's the point. And so you don't have to program what it's supposed to be like. You're just here for the changing show and be here for it all. Okay. Okay. There's a, a few announcements. Um, one is about uh, the container that we are creating here together. You probably have felt how powerful it can be to sit in a room with everyone sincerely trying to uh, be present for their lives. It's different than sitting at home, isn't it? And the more we can really contribute to the container of um, sincerity and remembering to, um, uh, to uh, support each other, through silence uh, and other ways, the, the more the spirit of that 
common shared intention uh, is supportive. So I really, we really ask you to, um, to honor that noble silence that we took at the beginning of the retreat. Unless, say, you're down at your work meditation and it's absolutely essential to communicate or speak to one of us or to the, the managers, um, please, uh, no, uh, no communicating between you. It, it can really stir up the mind and it's a, it's a real gift to everyone to, um, uh, to support that in that way. Um, another way to really support the container, please come to the sittings on time as best you can. You know, it, don't stay away if you're, you know, 20 seconds late, but come to the sittings on time. Don't come in the middle of the sitting. Um, if, you're some, if your group ends and you're in the uh, walking period, or it's, uh, uh, you can come in during a walking period, or you can stay beyond a sitting period. But uh, if it's a sitting and your group ends, stay outside until, uh, until the next sitting. So come to the sittings on time, and stay to the end of the sitting. Um, Unless there's some kind of emergency and you need to leave for some physical reason, stay, even if you're bored out of your skull, okay? Oh, boredom, that's what we're looking at right now. Yeah. Oh, bored Buddha, oh, let's check this out, yeah. Because you'll see that things change and you can be here for that changing experience. And if you leave when it starts to get a little bit unpleasant, then you don't give yourself a chance to see you have a capacity to be with anything. So come on time and stay to the end. Um, uh, uh, there's, uh, if you're uh, doing, um, practicing downstairs or doing yoga downstairs in the lower walking room, Please keep your mask on. There's some people that are, um, that you just keep your mask on for everybody's uh, safety and, uh, and feeling, feeling safe inside as well. Uh, also, please uh, keep, uh, keep your, your uh, clothes on, your shirts on, even when it gets really hot, just to be respectful. Uh, particularly, you know, if you're a guy, you might say, oh, wow, it's really hot. I feel like taking it off. Well, that's not the same opportunity for, for women. So we're all, all uh, going to be respectful of that as best we can. And um, just want to mention, as far as reiterating yoga, that for the most part, this half in the morning, this half in the afternoon, uh, if you have a group during your time that you would normally be uh, going to uh, to yoga, then you can go to the other session. Um, okay. So all this is to say, I don't want you to feel oh we're we're in a rigid army kind of a, a situation. 
we're here to support each other as best we can. And it's a real gift that you give to the community. Anything else? Okay. So uh, it's, um, it's a beautiful day. It's, I don't think it's going to be as hot as yesterday, which is lovely. Uh, so whatever it is, it is. You can be there with it. And just really, as you're settling in, you can enjoy yourself here. This doesn't have to be, oh, I've got to be mindful. It's, oh, I get to be present for my life. And so let yourself be nourished by being here. When you're going for your walking, oh, wow, we're in beautiful nature with animals around and other people who are practicing. Letting yourself feel the, the joy of that and the wholesomeness of that. That's one of the things I particularly like to focus on. Sometimes we can get so focused on being being mindful and dealing with the difficult, we forget that the Buddha talked about being here for all the beautiful and wholesome things without attachment, but to not miss all the goodness and the beauty and the, the refuge of uh, being here together around you. So hope you can enjoy your day of practice as much as possible. Thank you. Oh, and once again, if you ha- weren't on the, uh, if you weren't seen yesterday for practice discussion, your name should be up there on the board for today. If it isn't, you didn't go yesterday, and you don't see your name on there, please let us know. And again, uh, Booker is in the upper walking hall, just out here up the stairs to the right. Howie is down by the Meadow, walking down to the community meditation hall, that first right just before the gratitude hut, and I'm in the council house around the, the go around to the right of the council house, and I'll meet you in the back. Okay. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.